a normal golfer's backswing is about 40-45 inches long. Bryson's is 80 plus. And looking at how fast he goes from starting the backswing to impact, it's 0.8 seconds. That's the normal club golfer's 1.5 seconds. So basically the normal club golfer is twice as slow and twice as short as Bryson. And that's that's the reason why he's so, so fast and so long. Okay, so we all know well that the golf swing is a very difficult movement to learn. And for any of us who've been through or attempted a swing change, we know just how difficult it can be. And throughout the years, decades, really, coaches have really struggled with finding a way to help their students better understand and change and improve certain movements in a manner that's quicker and more digestible. The good news is we now live in an era of incredibly evolving technology. And there are some smart coaches out there who are finding ways to use that technology to really help their students. One of those coaches we have on the line with us here today, we're going to bring Marcus Westerberg on here. He's going to talk about the D-Wiz and how he's been using that not only to help his students directly, but really help golfers all over the world. So with that said, Marcus, want to welcome you to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you. Great to be here. So let's let's talk a little bit about where DWiz came from and, and how it got started. Where did this idea come in? Uh, and, and was it something when you were working with your own students? Tell us a little bit about that inspiration. Yeah, so my co-founder in the Wiz company was my student at the time. And he had this classical over-the-top move causing him to slice the ball. And in the lesson setting, I could help him pretty good. But when he got back out on the golf course, like so many golfers, it happens. That old habit reappears and he started slicing the ball again. So so basically, he told me, let's, let's build something that will really help me instead of just something that will tell me that what I'm already doing because I know I'm coming hitting the ball from the outside in with, with too much too open of a club face and getting that slice so so what we really wanted to do was to build something that could could help golfers change their golf swings faster and that's that's all about how the whisk came about so the idea was to give a feedback the moment uh, Christian my co-founder made made that over-the-top move and the feedback we were thinking about was to give an electrical stimuli, because in the beginning, the idea was to make it so uncomfortable as he would never do it again. But down the line, when we spoke to the neuroscientists, they said that, that guys, all you need to do is to be able to administer this feedback at the moment things go wrong, because then the brain, or the subconscious parts of the brain, will understand that, okay, that's not what I want, and... and not to go into complex neurology, but just to be able to store the swings, the good swings in the good section and not to miss, miss, mix any, any bad swings in there. So it makes a lot of intuitive sense. Obviously, I want some sort of feedback when I have an incorrect motion. I think it, in practice, it's probably much more difficult to execute that. So tell us a little bit about how you, you went about that and how exactly DWIZ works give you that feedback, I would imagine all importantly at the right moment. It's got to be the right feedback at the right moment. Yeah, absolutely. And, and 
all technology has been basically focused on telling you what you're doing, giving the good data about what's going on, and that's important because that's a part of the feedback. But to be able to to administer a feedback the moment you make that mistake, then you need to, of course, track the swing in real time. And that was a technological challenge, which we overcame through a lot of development. And so really quickly now, when you set the parameters in the app, let's say you don't want to make an over-the-top swing, you really simply just put that limit, and as soon as you make that movement over the top, you're changing your plane from backswing to downswing over the top, he will, the, the student will feel the feedback immediately. And that's, that's why it's so helpful and so powerful, because it happens basically instantly. And for anybody who has not yet seen the device, it's a wearable, you wear it on the wrist. You can wear it on either wrist, right, Marcus? Yes. Mostly we use yeah. it on the lead wrist, but you can wear it on either wrist. Gotcha. So it, it's there and it's tracking your swing in real time. And then the feedback is also provided directly through that wearable that you have on your arm. So what are we talked about the over the top. What are some of the other uh, swing areas that you both diagnose and train with, with DWIZ? So when we started development, we wanted to focus on the big problem areas that golfers around the world have. And of course, the, the number one is the slice. Uh, another one that is very common, I mean, just looking at all the driver manufacturers are trying to, us, to help us hit the ball farther. So that's the second part we focused on. And, and we have some just... What I've seen from the data after, after two years of the whiz on the market, I, I couldn't believe it when I started out being a golf professional that how eff, uh, effective it is just to make a golfer's backswing longer to get that clubhead speed higher and, of course, hitting the ball farther. So we focus on the slice, hitting the ball farther, and then a lot on the, on the wedge game, dialing and, in those and, partial swings. Yes, Sorry, I already cut you off there. I, I believe you've done some work with uh, some some professionals too. I think I saw some some with Bryson. I know he's somebody who has got very analytical with his swing. VJ Singh. So, how have has that helped to kind of bring this along? Have you had a lot of test cases working with other pros as well as students? Yes, absolutely. And and I'm only allowed to talk about the data we have from our ambassadors, but. Uh, Mentioning Vijay and, and Bryson, they've been very helpful, and especially looking at uh, Bryson's quest into long driving and his immense club at speed. And, and again, his backswing, a normal golfer's backswing is about 40, 45 inches long. Bryson's is 80 plus. <laughs> and, and looking at how fast he goes from starting the backswing to impact, it's 0 0.8 seconds. That's the normal club golfer is 1.5 seconds. So basically, the normal club golfer is twice as slow and twice as short as Bryson. And that's, that's the reason why he's so, so fast and so long. And looking at Vijay, uh, which is he's now into his 60s, he's really working on getting his length of backswing over 64 inches. And that's why he can produce a ball speed of 174 miles per hour. 
and he's 60 years old. It's, it's very impressive to see. So we learned a lot from, from, these, from these guys. I want us to pause for a moment to say thank you to this week's sponsor. And starting that off with Titleist, guys, we're excited to share with you some exclusive opportunities from Titleist. But really, to be a part of them, you have to join Team Titleist. And Team Titleist gives you access to opportunities like prototype testing, special events, limited edition gear from Titleist. There's just so much more. So if you've seen some of this floating around social media and feeling a little bit of FOMO, now you know it's time. Join Team Titleist. You can sign up and join Team Titleist at Titleist.com slash Team Titleist. That's one word, Team Titleist. Join us on Team Titleist. Lots of great special opportunities you are not going to want to miss. Huge thanks to FootJoy. I've been talking about MyJoys for a while because it's one of the coolest things out there. It gives you the opportunity to design your own golf shoe. I mean, you could base it off who you are, you know, what's unique about you. And what's interesting is my mom's turning 70 this weekend, so we're going away for her for her birthday. She doesn't listen to the show, so I could say this. I'm not ruining anything. She's getting into golf. She's been into golf for a while. I was like, hey, why not? My wife, my daughters, we built her custom MyJoys. Nice. All her favorite little things on, like her color patterns. And we did this pink and blue plaid like top. We got the premieres, the traditions, yeah. which are so cool. She's going to love She's it. She's going to love it. And then like the little decals on the side, one was a margarita. And on the other side, because that's her favorite drink, on the other side it says mom with a heart. So she's going to absolutely love it. It's unique. It's for her. It's special. And this is something you could do. Do it for yourself. Do it for a friend. Do it for a loved one. It's a great gift. Go to FootJoy. Click on the My Joys and just build. Even if you don't go all the way through and buy it, I mean, you probably will when you're done. But even if you don't, just build. Have fun with it. It is pretty cool. Check it out. FootJoy, My Joys. Go right to the website. Have some fun. All right, and also Rapsodo. We've been talking about Rapsodo for a long time now. Way back with the MLM1. Mm -hmm. This year is the year that they launched the MLM2 Pro. We've been having a ton of fun. It gives you loads of metrics, distance, ball speed, club speed, and launch angle, all the basics that a mobile launch monitor will give you. But what I love most about this thing is, uh, well, actually, there's a lot of things because the simulator. You can have a simulator anywhere in your house, in your garage with this device. Yeah. You know, it's just they've made it easy for you to play golf indoors. Um, but one of the main features i love this shot dispersion feature it's like a visual overlay of every shot you hit on the range so i bring this thing to the range i love it uh it's color coded with each club pinpointed for distance and accuracy so you can optimize things like club gapping dialing in your wedges fine-tuning your driver uh basically just finding out all the holes in your game and all you're doing is just bringing this little device that takes about three seconds to set up so indoors outdoors it's portable like i said build your own simulator it's got everything go check out the rapsodo mlm2 pro and let us know what you think and look, it's no secret everyone's trying to pick up more club head speed. You know, distance, it's really never been more important in the game of golf. And it's why we've teamed up with the best speed training aid on the market, Ripstick. Ripstick really is the ultimate training aid. It's got eight different weight combinations all in one stick. So why does that matter? Well, listen, it allows you to very easily and conveniently switch between underload and overload training. So what that is basically is a fancy way of saying swinging less weight and swinging more weight. Weight. It's what really boils down to training for speed, but this makes it so easy. And to make it even easier, Ripstick has a free app. It's available for Android and iOS, so both Android and iOS users can really dive into this system. And the app walks you through it step-by-step. Step. It's a step-by-step step guide. It also holds you accountable to your speed training journey, uh, and it tracks your progress along the way. It really becomes like your coach, and it takes away any excuse. So if you've been on the fence about trying speed training, this is really gonna be for you. And, and recently, I started my own journey with uh, Ripstick Training. We're shocked at just how little time it really takes. You know, all you have to commit to, three times per week, 
15 minute sessions. How easy is that? And what's really cool right now, with every purchase, you have Dr. Luke Benoit. He's the founder of the company. He provides a free swing analysis. It's a $90 value. It really is. Yeah. So that you have that to jump you off. You've got, the, like I said, the training itself is super simple to use. And you've got the app to walk you through everything. Like I said, no excuses. And the whole idea behind this is not only to hit the ball further, but to hit it straighter as well. So get started. Use our code GOLFICITY. For 20% off site-wide and you can start hitting some bombs today. Prior to this, did you have a method for measuring some of these things like length of backswing? Because I mean, we talk about 0.8 seconds. The golf swing happens so quickly. Uh, I mean, I know some people will try to video, even video technically is, is kind of more or less new when it comes to golf instruction. Maybe the last 20 years or so that it's been really widely used. But did you have any methodology to measure this prior to something like DWIZ? The funny thing is that a challenge we have with the DWIZ coming out on the market is explaining our data points because many of them are unheard of. And, and one of them is the length of the backswing because there never was a number on the length of the backswing before the DWIZ. <laughs> it's, it's kind of self-explanatory, but then again, us coaches and, and, and normal club golfers have always been thinking about, okay, I want to make the backswing longer. And then the, I, as a coach, stand there and said, Mr. So-and-so, well done. Your backswing got a little longer. And, and they're like, what's a little longer? And now we have an exact measurement in, in inches that's going to help out with that. Or if you want to make it shorter to get more control, it's it's extremely helpful. And, and of course, we've got the few other measurements and data points that are, are, are new. So... So yes, it's it's been it's been interesting and challenging. And I'm glad you mentioned that about shorter too, because I know a lot of people who are listening thinking, hey, if you want to get more distance, lengthening that backswing makes a lot of sense. But where I've been using it and it's been really helping me is the wedges. And I've always struggled with less than full swings. I've tried in my mind to quantify it with like a, a, the clock. A lot of us talk about the clock method of how you know the hands on a clock and how far you bring it back. Um, but it still seems broad to me. For me here, being able to, to identify three, four different positions in my backswing and practice hitting those exact positions by measuring it has been a dramatic help. It's given me more stock distances that I can hit with my wedges. So can you talk a little bit about dist wedges and how you've designed that? Yeah, it's it's incredibly efficient, and just learning one or two partial swings is, is very efficient. So the clock system is really good, or, or, or some players used to use the hip height, chest height, length of backswing, all that. The only problem is that when you're practicing, you don't really know if you hit that position or not. With the whiz, you can set as few or as many partial uh, length of backswings as you want, and then you can practice those, and you will learn after every swing, you will hear that number, how far you took it back, and, and whether or not you hit the distance uh, of the length of the backswing you wanted to. And, and I've seen this with so many golfers. There have been 25 handicapped golfers. I like to say, okay, give me a, a 35 length, inch length of backswing. And everyone looks at me like, what's that? I said, I'm not going to tell you, because you're going to learn very shortly. So they go... 45, okay, they know it's too long, and very shortly they find their distances, uh, very quickly they find their distances. So 
the way the, this wedges is set up in the app, you choose normally two or three length of backswings, and then you choose a tolerance level. Let's say you want to hit that 40-inch length of backswing, and you get a 1.5-inch tolerance on each side. And then you just practice that to dial in the length of the backswing, which goes pretty quickly. And then you get on, on, on a launch monitor, or you just use uh, flag references or a laser to, to attach that length of the backswing to your wedges. You may have a lob wedge, a sand wedge, a gap wedge, or if you don't, you have a sand wedge, a pitching wedge, or a nine iron. That'll give you three carry distances to one length of backswing. And that's uh, making, and, and the, uh, making, the light, making the, those distance wedges easier. And I love that instantaneous seeing the measurement, but also like we talk about like feel and real. It's the, the feedback tied into it that I think is what really drives it home. So in that condition, you can turn that learning stimuli on, correct? And I can kind of feel when I hit that point. Is that how that – I mean that's been my experience, but you can explain it better than I can. Correct. Let's say you have that 14-inch length of backswing that you're looking for and you get the tolerance of one and a half inch on either side. When you, you, you hit that spot, you will not get any feedback from the whiz. But if you swing too long or too short, you will feel it immediately so that you understand, okay, that was, that was not what I wanted. Or basically, it's about letting your brain understand it because, because you understand it, but it's way too late then. And uh, uh, that's, that's how you practice it. And... Um, yeah, it's not as simple as that. Hey, Marcus. So I'm thinking, like, and we've been using the product for for a little bit now, and, and the one thing for me that stands out the most, and I've been to countless coaches, and they've dissected my over-the-top swing, especially with driver, and I've tried countless things to to cure it or to work on it. Um, and before DWiz, it was just a matter of me going to the range, setting up my iPhone down the line, and a coach showing me, like, really small, like, you see it here? You're, and I'm like, I don't see what you're talking about. I see like, and then you use DWiz and you get this avatar with these arrows and you're like the number and the, eh, and the, all that right in your face. It's like, now I see it. Now I believe it. Now I know what to do. So that's been my biggest takeaway. My question for you is if I'm someone new, uh, listening to this show, for example, and I buy DWiz and it comes in the mail, I throw it on, I get excited about it. Where do I start? Should you go to a coach first right away with it? Or should you try to learn this product on your own? What would you suggest there? Well, you, you don't have to go to a coach to use the WIS, absolutely not. We have designed right. the WIS to be for the general club golfer, to be able to help himself or herself. And I'm talking about the classical over-the-top move that you're basically saying the same story as my co-founder Christian told me. It's, it's just that, well, you can see it on the video, but what am I going to do about it? Now, the WIS will right. give you a number on that transition. And if you have a slice problem... You want to go four inches lower, regardless of what your number is, because the whisk transition compares the backswing to the downswing, and depending on how you start your backswing, the number is going to be different. But what we've seen is if you go four inches lower, it's going to be enough to, to change that slicing swing into a draw swing. And, mm -hmm. and then in the app, we have some explanations, some videos on how to do it, what you need to do to help yourself do it. Yeah, and it's an exciting moment when you hit that number and it, it makes that loud ring noise. You know, it just fuels you to keep going. That's, that's what I love about it the most. So great feedback. Great to hear. Yeah. Nice. Thank and I you. Think, 
I also think one thing that's unique is that most of the either measuring or learning devices that we use are something that we employ off the golf course. So I'm thinking launch monitors, maybe other types of training aids that you wear in a certain fashion. It's something that we would be using in a training situation on the driving range in a simulator, etc. I think one thing that a lot of us regular golfers lament about is the frustration of our game really not translating from the practice, from the driving range, out on the course under pressure. What I found and what I've been using it with that's unique with DWIZ is the fact that I can continue wearing it and continue measuring as I head out on the golf course. I know you've been doing a lot of experimentation and things like that with it. Can you speak about that, how that works? Is it, is it legal to use out there? How does, how does that work if I want to bring this out on the golf course? So uh, in, in short time, we'll be re releasing the on-course mode, which will turn all the feedback off during the round of golf. And you can also categorize your shot, whether it went bad, left, little, left, straight, or to the right. And after the round is played, you exit the on-course mode, and not only will we show you every swing you've hit, and you can look into that. What did I do in the 15th when I smoked that driver? I want to see exactly how I swung the club. Or if it was a bad shot, like what, what's going on when I'm not hitting as, as I want to do. But also we can give you some, some insights after, after the round into... Okay, this is how you swing when you hit it good, and this is what your swing looks when you when you hit it poorly, and that's 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 really exciting. The tests we have done with with uh, with the on course mode and uh, uh, learning from that, I can say that just some brand new data I got yesterday. I mean, golfers tend to get shorter and quicker on the golf course, but the biggest difference between the professionals with a low handicap. And, and, the, and the general golfers is actually the transition. The transition changes more with the club golfers than with the pros, which for me it's just fantastic. I like to just let the data speak to me because I have my preconceived notions about golf swings and everything, but the data doesn't lie. It doesn't, and, and it's, it's funny how it's also interconnected too. Like for me... And it's dynamic. There's multiple areas where you could need to improve. I My transition is okay as far as the plane goes. I'm able to stay on plane. But what I find where my transition becomes an issue is in my tempo. I've struggled before with tempo and rhythm, and it becomes usually in the transition where I rush it. And now as I'm, I'm gathering more data on my swing, again, going back to leveraging technology, stuff we couldn't do, I mean, only just a handful of years ago, I'm finding it's those pressure situations. I, I've, I've talked about this before, uh, a challenging par three shot over the water or something like that. I'm worried about this is that blow up hole. I rush my transition. So tell us a little bit about how DWIZ kind of measures you know, different parts of the swing with that and also how you can work on it for tempo. Yeah, I mean, we sat here for 15 minutes. We haven't talked about tempo, which is so important, as we all know. And then tempo changes, like you said, under the pressure situation. Now we can see exactly what in your tempo changes. The WIS measures five different tempo measurements. We look at the backswing duration, the downswing duration. We'll look at the rhythm, which is the quota between backswing and downswing duration. We'll look at the true tempo of the golf swing, which is what I talked about with Bryson, how long time it takes from the start of the backswing 
to impact, that's a starter impact, and something really interesting called a pause. So we're measuring whether you make a little pause at the top of the backswing or not. And again, if you make a pause when you hit it well, well, you should make a pause. VJ is always working on his pause. Some guys like Henrik Stenson doesn't have a pause, he's way quicker. So if a pause would start showing up in his golf swing, you should be a little worried. Uh, so, so those tempo measurements are fantastic to, to uh, analyze. And I think there's something really important what you said there. How, how much should a golfer be trying to replicate the, the swings of some of their, you know, some of their influences? I, I, I think like you think a guy like VJ, the, he's so smooth. His rhythm is so incredible. When I'm measuring my own, how should I go about that? Should I try to get closer to his numbers or is there a way that I should find my own personal numbers and then try to uh, be consistent in hitting that? What's the best way to go about something like that? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we, generally I would recommend anyone to find their swing. So what we have on the West, when you hit a good shot, you can press this button on the West once and that will favorite mark it. And then afterwards, you can go into a look. What does my favorite swings look like? How do I swing then? But also, um, generally, the, the, the general club golfer has a too slow backswing, too short backswing. And here's where you can compare with all our ambassadors' numbers, whether you're a male or female golfer. So we have some very interesting ambassadors' numbers and, and see getting a bit closer to those, what we see in the data again. Is, is is helping helping you hit better golf shots gotcha so it's, it's kind of using the best golfers as kind of a broad target but then when you get closer to that really just following like like you said hit, you hit a good shot that is now like kind of your fingerprint and just go from there and kind of use that to kind of hit those numbers and practice those regularly so I'll tell you, it's exciting stuff. I think it's really interesting what you've done here and, 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 like I said, brought something to life that really was not there before. And I think it's just a way that so many of us can use technology to, to really start to make improvements much faster than we ever could before. So appreciate you coming on the show today, explaining that to us. And, and what we're really excited about this is something I love about tech products. They just seem to keep getting better because you've got these software updates. So you, you kind of tease some on-course stuff that's coming. Uh, I think you take a good product, you keep making it better. So excited to even see as DeWiz develops the additional stuff that gets added to it. Uh, Marcus, thanks so much for spending the time today. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you guys, really appreciate it. It's been fun.